freestyle off the top of the dome. Here we go. And I do it again, 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 again. I do it only once. Again, 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 again. I do it only once. I go down that river slow to the place I shoot like Carmelo. I'm living my life and we go hard. Floating on the river in a party barge. And I see you on a sea dude. Your shirt was white and it was see-through. Please use your spray, no mosquitoes. Every time you found me, it's a free throw. Hey girl, why you calling me? I said oh. We're back with a brand new show of No Brains, No Headache Podcast. This is an NBNH media production. I'm your host, Jordan Weichel. And I'm your co-host, Matt Cleary. For episode 72, we had an interview with J.D. Tolson. He was highly sought after to get in studio, so we had him in to talk about all sorts of things, from football to rodeo, just to what he's up to lately. And he has an exciting announcement to make at the end of the interview, so stay tuned for that. After that is a segment where we banter about random things, Cleary's comments, we talked about the UND-NDSU football game that took place this last weekend, and all sorts of randomness. Then we finish up with our weekly staple, the segment we call the Olympics of Sports Fights is what we went with this week, uh, the ranking game we play. It is very open for interpretation, and all sorts of sports fights coming up, so watch for that. If you enjoy the show then follow us on social media for even more crazy content at NBNH Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. There we'll have a link to the show. You can also check out the link for a Kong Beer Bong and all of our other social media. The, can, the Beer Bong is a can cooler in Beer Bong all-in-one. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. So don't miss a single episode by making sure you're following along, you're subscribing whenever you feel comfortable. Please leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Big Dog Distillery, home of Heart River Spirits. It's No Brains, No Headache podcast. Let's get it on. Okay. Let's party. On that note, let's start recording No Brains, No Headache podcast. We're in the dugout studio. I'm with Matt Cleary, as always. And we have our guest today. He's been in studio before. Uh, He was highly requested. So, you know, Matt and I had to charter a private jet and fly him in. Just kidding, he literally lives here in Bismarck. That's why he's in studio. His name is J.D. Tolfson. You might know him as Daddy Bandito. Maybe know him as Coach, perhaps. All of us are coaches at the end of the day. And now he joins us in the dugout studio. J.D., welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, back in the studio. Last time you were here, we had our boy Weston Hartman on. You and Joe Berger were trying to dick around in the background the whole time. <laughs> I was having trouble keeping my mouth shut that day, for sure. Yeah, you're over here making TikToks on a wooden stool that you're pretending is a bowl in the chute. Yeah, got to train sometime. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to get into all of it. We don't really have much prepared. We're just going to BS with our boy JD. But 
you came from practice earlier. You're a football coach right now. How is coach life? Coach life is good. You know, I, I enjoy it. It's a, it's a, it's a good time being out there, you know, and hanging out. It kind of brings you back a little bit, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I, I just enjoy being with them kids and it kind of makes me feel a little bit younger than I am. And well, you're in the presence of a golf coach top three in the city. So uh, hopefully some of Matt's greatness from his junior high golfing coaching rubs off on your high school coaching for the he, you're coaching at our alma mater. Matt and I went to that school. I mean, not that school, but the old St. Mary's. Yeah. Yeah. Where the old era. Go to the old era. It was like before they really had rules. I think after we left, they had uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they didn't have uniforms when you guys? No. Thank goodness. And they had a dress code that got broken very <laughs> often. There was loopholes left and yeah, right. Yeah. You get sent and like, oh, you can't wear sweatpants. They'll send you home and like you take two hours to change into like cargo shorts. It's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's got two. some big deep pockets on the yeah. side. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Love uh, cargo shorts. I just came across the greatest JD Nugget of all time. Uh, Googled your name, and uh, you are a current record holder in the sixteen hundred meter relay for sixth oh, graders. You're gonna get me fired up. <laughs> that was a great day. I felt fast that day. Had a good team. Feeling dangerous. First leg started it off. Yeah, that was a. It's actually crazy that we still hold that. Pretty, <laughs> that I mean, I'm still fun. pumped to this day. Dude, that's fantastic. I can't remember who was on my team. Alex Molander, Ryan Fetch, and Jacob oh. Schultz. Classic. Mo. I think Mo held that team together like glue. Wow, some serious name drops that I did not see coming. That's just doing his deep journalism that he likes to do, the simple Google search. Probably going to head over to your Twitter now, so hopefully you scrub that bitch. Ah, that bitch is dirty as it's ever been. <laughs> so uh, how's the old team doing this year? Are you guys going to win a state championship? Um, Yeah, I mean, we got a good shot. Keep keep the heads out of the you-know-what. And uh, What position or what do you coach specifically? <clears throat> Me and uh, uh, another kid coach wide receivers and DBs, and then... On game days, I'm dealing with special teams, so that's a headache, as you can imagine. Yeah, I remember we were hanging out a while back, and you looked at me and you see, you said, "Special teams is my life." So I love it. <laughs> I love. There's nothing I enjoy more than than hearing, you know, like they do the coin toss and and the boys come back and saying we're defense first or whatever. I just love being that guy that gets to huddle up with the boys first and just kind of fire them up a little bit. Are you the one they who's in charge of counting out eleven dudes? Yes. How is that a thing? Like, don't you have a te- like a set team of people like that know they should be kids? Well, they're they not should. as smart as that you think they would be. <laughs> if you're playing special teams, that means you're not exactly you know the MVP of the team. They're going to save those reps for offense and defense. If you're All playing right, special teams, that means you're maybe not the most cognitive player. It's on like the guys, field. we do a kickoff like seven times a game, and there is six of you here, and there yeah. should be eleven. But, but <laughs> the, the problem is though with that, like. So, if we're in a good game, it's really easy, right? But if we're blowing a team out, like, Schmeeks wants to rotate guys, right? So, like, mm-hmm. we we have all these young guys, and then I start, like, rotating people, and that's when it gets hairy. Like, so, when everyone else is having a good time because we're winning, I'm, like, just a chicken with my head cut off on just the sidelines trying to find 
people and make sure I have the right people, you know? Was like the first week of practice, do they make them still write their names on their helmets on a piece of tape so you know who is who? You know, I, <laughs> actually, I think the la- we haven't done that in the last two years, but the first year I coached, yes, that was a Because I would have no idea who's who, just like yelling at kids. He's just like an eighth grader. <laughs> yeah, no idea. I still mess it up sometimes. Like, I don't, the weird thing, like, I don't recognize some kids when they are not padded up. Like, I can, I know who they are when they have pads on, but when they're, like, like early in the season, you know, I'll be like, who is that kid, you know? It's weird. There's, uh, some, there's some kids where you just never remember their name. Mm-hmm. It'll be the entire season. Oh, yeah. Just a classic. Just know, I'm like, who the hell is Evan? I'm like, oh, Evan's been on our team this whole time. <laughs> Evan's a junior. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, when I played football, I had a cowboy collar, so, like, my shoulder pads... Were just looked huge on me, and then I had this teeny little head, and then yeah. So did did you have a cowboy collar because you were good, or did you have a cowboy collar because you wanted to look better than you were? Couple reasons. Um, Honorable mention, West Region. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> Put your hands together for this guy. I swear I didn't invite you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Let's pop him off. <laughs> Google his name. I want to see what's on. There. Oh God! <laughs> Please don't. It would be a couple courthouse. <laughs> It actually is what ended my coaching career, which is what we're not going to get into. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I wore, the weather today? I wore a cowboy collar, first and first mostly, because it was badass. Yeah. Secondly, obviously. I think I like finally deserved it. I think I only did it my senior year, and I was like middle linebacker, so it was just kind of like, yeah, you got to fit the part. Uh, and then what I found out is uh, when you're in offensive position – down in like a three-point stance Doesn't with the cowboy collar on. You're like, you just like kind of hit a wall there. Uh, and ultimately, that got me out of playing offense. So And needing to memorize plays. of Well, <laughs> basically, if I played offense, the huddle would break. I would just put my ear up to the quarterback so the quarterback could tell me exactly what to do and where to line up and the count again. So the cowboy collar was just kind of a master plan for you. There was yeah, a lot of it, different reasons. It really worked itself out to my advantage. I feel like some opponents were honestly intimidated a little bit, even though I was the most unintimidated. I mean, I would still play hard and hit hard, but it was just like... <laughs> as, as someone that never played a meaningful down of football in my entire life, I'm going to assume that the accessories on football is about 75% of it. Oh, yeah. Twenty five percent of skill or athleticism. I can't imagine it now because, like, even like I don't know, some of your players probably just like it's like, what are you wearing? Are that is that two visors on your helmet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like these kids got like tinted visors yeah, and stuff. Now. Tint- can you see anything? No, but it looked <laughs> bad. The old, like Dallas Clark days, where you got like the tape around yeah. your first joint <laughs> of your fingers. Like that's badass. Seriously, it's like. MLB players who don't wear batting gloves. I just automatically respect them. Yeah. I think a less is more at that point. I agree. But, you know, these kids now, like, you go scrolling on TikTok and you see the you see the number three receiver in the nation, like, and he's just dripped out, you know. Like, you got you got to think, like, hey, I caught that ball in scout squad the other day. Like, I better go get a towel to hang off my – keep my hands dry, you know. Yeah. It's all about drip these days. I've come across a lot of those people – Looking for uh, people on Twitter. Do you see those, Matt, where they're always like, 
whatever high is like WMHS class of 25 number 74 receiver in double a football in oh, dude, 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 my favorite part about twitter bios of high school kids come across them all the time on twitter and i'm just like i'm a sucker for i'll click on them and they'll be like 2.4 gpa <laughs> like, that's Thanks. not good 17 act i'm like all right have fun at juco and then get kicked off the team don't forget the huddle link though oh the huddle, the huddle link. link has to be on there Back in my day, we had to go to this janky link that only worked half the time to watch film. Now it's everywhere. Yeah, it's uh, leaps and bounds better than it was. Do you relate to your players because you have a successful TikTok? Do they respect you more? I actually don't think that they know about my TikTok. That's probably a good thing. It's, yeah, better off that way. Yep. We'll be sure to get your handle later, so keep listening to the interview. You don't want to miss the details on that. Um, what else about football? Do we want to talk about football anymore? Who's your NFL team? Uh, I don't want to talk about it, guys. Yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming it's the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can just leave that. Okay. I, I actually, me and Weston were talking yesterday on the way home from uh, PBR and Minot, and I told him, I said, uh, I might actually like come up with a social media statement saying that I am no longer a fan of the Vikings. Like I'm just, uh, I think the rest of this year I'm just going to ride out FanDuel and not cheer for anyone, and then in the off season I'm going to choose a new squad. Here's my advice on that. I'm not saying you so should. So technically, do you're it. an NFL free agent. Yeah. I am. Just, yes, just, I am. Just, just not. I'm that. waiting for someone to reach out to me. I mean, the Carolina point. Panthers. We are here for you. We take just about anyone. No, what you got to do is go on your phone, go to the notepad, you know, type out your statement. Mm -hmm. In there, you got to say something along the lines of, you know, you appreciate everybody supporting you through this troubling time or something Mm -hmm. along those lines, I would say. Uh, Use a lot of big words that you've never used before. You You want it to be like they're about to read, like, there was a huge loss yeah. in your family, but then it's like, I'm an NFL fan <laughs> team free agent. Free agent. I, Guys, I like a, that idea, actually. It's, like, it's with a heavy heart, and yeah, you have like uh-huh. the Friday Night Lights song playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, yep. I got to announce that uh, I fucking hate the Vikings. And then, of course, you end it with no further comment at this time, and then you screenshot that. And then post that to social media with like a two word caption, like, or three words. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. Then like says it all. <laughs> do I wait a few weeks before I come out with like a like a selfie video statement? You gotta hold out. No. Yeah. You say no comment, and the thing to do is you either gotta hold out or almost immediately comment. Tweet again. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like you're okay. No <laughs> further comment. You'd be like, you know what, guys? <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> yeah. like, J- JD, that was two minutes ago. <laughs> 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 I couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't I like, do it. I like the waiting out process. You know, let let the tweet marinate a little bit. Let the notebook yeah. statement. It's there's no in between. You either tweet and post every five minutes after that for like two days straight, or you go almost silent for like two weeks. Social media MIA, which is odd. Which was happened earlier today. Instagram and Facebook were just down. Coincidence. I don't know. I say conspiracy, but that's just me. I don't know. What like, What are you conspiring against that they're both down? 
Uh, Does anything happen in history today? Yeah, a whistleblower came out against Facebook, and now all of a sudden Facebook's yes. down. Oh, Matt, shit. It's how about you story. read more news than, dude, the Washington football team got raided by the FBI a week ago. Well, it Get with the today. program. Get with the program. You ever say that to they your did? players? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, they got raided by the FBI. Their athletic trainer is on administrative leave. Which I don't even know you could fucking do for an athletic trainer. What is administrative leave at the end of the day? You know what, Jeff? Can you just not fucking come into work for a while till we figure some stuff out? <laughs> yeah, we, Yo, Jeff, we, you really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go spend I, some time with your family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it that you're a doctor, but you're getting a little aggressive with the prescription <laughs> pad. <laughs> <laughs> guy stubbed his toe and you gave him biking in for four I weeks. I didn't know that happened, actually. Yeah. I didn't either until Matt uh, hit me up. But, yeah, Facebook and Instagram were down the day of this recording. They're back up now. But there was a whistleblower. I'm not really going to get into details because I don't know a whole lot, but it was down today. It was weird. I read up on that, too. I... Well, I kept wondering why the same post just kept loading well, on Instagram. <laughs> Like, I just figured I had shitty, like, reception, just, like, uh, not loading. So, obviously, you know, uh, classic Twitter was still up and running at this oh, time. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter is a war zone. Didn't you fails. tweet on our account that Facebook and Instagram were down? Yeah, I didn't know anything about it, and I got some pretty good engagement on that. Some guy But was, I saw on there, I don't know if you guys saw this, there was, like, somebody, there was a picture going around of, like, uh, website some website i don't know what it was but that said facebook.com domain was like for sale oh i'm sure that was definitely real imagine if you squatted on that or the guy that on mother's day the padres changed their handle from the padres to the madres and some guy just squatted on the padres and then sold it back to uh-huh. him Maybe Hopefully he didn't sell it back for season tickets because no, they he, were he a definitely he he did for like he sold it for like I'm pretty sure like a four game package, no no drinks. Just donate a hundred dollars to a charity and we'll call it even. I wouldn't budge. <laughs> no, 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 I would not. I would budge. hold out. The San Diego Padres have plenty of fucking like. That's where you put out a note like a, a like iPhone yeah. notebook statement. You get as no much further questions as you can. Time. You legally hold it ransom for Bitcoin mm-hmm. is exactly what I would do. But I don't know. You mentioned earlier you and, like I said, our buddy Weston, professional bull rider. You guys are coming back from the PBR event in Minot. Yeah. First of all, how was the event? It was actually pretty electric. Yeah, I'm upset I haven't made it to an actual PBR event in Quite since you know we all started hanging out and yeah. stuff, but it was. I'll good. get there someday. I'll get there. It was fun. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what the building is called. They play basketball there sometimes, it's like downtown. I don't know if it's the auditorium, maybe or something. Yeah, in Minot. I think it is. But it's super small, and like yeah, the, the Minot s- Dome. Yeah, like the yep. seats are elevated, right? So like the first row was like ten feet up or whatever. So the panels and everything for the arena are right there beneath you know like the first row of seats so every seat in there was like pretty good you know pretty good place to to see from and it was pretty packed i mean it was a good time nice any big names make it out well i wasn't there on friday but um everybody Keyshawn whitehorse uh ezekiel mitchell them boy uh dalen swearingen was there too uh, them boys made it up there on Friday night, and K 
Keyshawn ended up winning the weekend, and he wasn't there on Saturday, so that was a pretty cool deal. And then uh, Brennan Eldred was there from Oklahoma, and I think that's about it for big, big names, but... Oklahoma. If you could say there's a pipeline state of great bull riders, what would it be? I don't know if I'm going to speak on that. I might make some people <laughs> mad, but um, well, it, I'm, mean, I'm, I'm I'm not saying like because Texas. Obviously, I really, te- I Texas, honestly don't Texas know because those boys like from Texas and Oklahoma always talk about have you know like let's say that they get their top five from Oklahoma and top five from Texas and they have like a match or whatever like how good it would be and stuff. So it, I don't know. There's lots of states. Like, obviously, there's a few states like New York or something, right? Like, Dalen Swearingen's from New York, but there's not a lot of other guys. You know, like, there's no really yeah. big names from there. But I don't know. There's there's quite a few states that have. Well, really it's, good it's weird, too, because you, you went to the one that was at Madison Square Garden, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. So in the heart of New York City, it's kind of funny that <laughs> – they just have a rodeo in a town that most people have never seen dirt. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Like, I don't, I can't quite wrap my head around that either. That that they get people to come, but I guess I don't. I, don't know. I mean, a town of ten million people, too. you can accidentally get a couple. Well, yeah, for couple sure. thousand to show up for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. That was that was a cool experience too. Madison Square Garden, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I have never been there. I've only been to New York in the form of the airport, so uh, never been. Matt? I don't think, if I never go to New York, I think I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, that's <laughs> just got 100% r- rats the size of beagles, and there's a lot of people. How and do you know that if you don't see it with your own eyes? I don't know if you remember this. It's a year ago. Lenny Shoulders fell through a, a grate into a pile of rats. And it sticks Were they with me. the size of beagles, though? I'm assuming so. Okay. They Matt, broke his fall. Matt is just assuming That's the rat size in New York City. Actually disgusting, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like walking through and fell through a bodega crate into a sewer. <laughs> just like... <laughs> like well, I do wish in Bismarck, North Dakota, we just had hot dog vendors every two blocks, though. I mean, I, there's I pros buy. and cons. Dude, that is really weird you said that, because today I was thinking, like, I could go for a gas station hot dog. No, a hot dog vendor. Pretty similar quality to a gas station hot dog, but it's the personal touch. Yeah, I want those hot dogs sitting in that lukewarm water for at least seven I hours. Feel like, I feel like it, it wouldn't be right, though, like with a guy just with a North Dakota accent behind the hot dog vendor. Like, well, it's got to be. We're going to recruit be him like from a, New York, obviously. <laughs> Dude, okay, a hot so dog then, yeah. vendor in New York probably makes more money than most in North Dakota just because the amount of people. He's like, I sold 7,500 hot dogs today. Yeah. That's just, a pretty good chunk of change. Where do the replacement dogs come from? Do they have a whole hot dog vendor network you think uh, it goes back to those rats i think when they <laughs> they run out of the hot dogs and then they go right for like get a bunch of rat meat we can <laughs> use. <laughs> why is everyone in new york getting rabies <laughs> i mean you had enough preservatives and salt to anything it'll taste like a hot dog you put enough mustard on it you know i hate mustard i'm beyond gross out right now but anyway <laughs> uh Bull riding, you have all these bull riding friends. How did you, like, get involved with all these guys? Um, Well, so my, my dad is a rodeo announcer in North Dakota. and like, Shannon. 
Shannon, Shannon Dean. Yeah. He, uh, you know, growing up, he was always announcing rodeos and <clears throat> me and my sister would always be with him, obviously on the weekends, you know? And, uh, I just got to an age where I got sick of going with my dad, I guess. And I was making buddies, you know, cause I would always be behind the shoots and stuff like that. And I was just like one night we were somewhere and I asked dad like, Hey, can I go with, it was some guys that were older than me. And I had asked if I could go with them, you know, to the next place, like the next day, cause dad was going to be there. And it just turned into, those are some different guys from North Dakota. But then I started going with Weston and stuff like, and just got blessed to know some really cool people, I guess. Just blessed. Just, yeah. So blessed. Shout out Cool Hold. I'm <laughs> so blessed. Triple blessed, blessed to be on the podcast. And I just had a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Triple blessed. <laughs> what, so what is your, like, job or what do you do at rodeos? I have no job, man. I'm just. What do you mean? You're a professional. <clears throat> says in your bio right here. What does it say? D, you got a 17 on your ACT and a 2.1. G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got an 18, actually. So, that kid. Professional spotter slash rope puller. Yeah, I actually need to change that because I, <laughs> I uh, had, had a fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I got to change that. I'm pretty bad at both. Yeah. Those uh, sorry, Weston. Actually, no. <laughs> not allowed at the next event to get suspended. Wait, rope pulling, is that what they're doing when they're like sliding their hand on the rope beforehand? Rope, rope pulling is like. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you just pull it tight, and then they heat it up so it gets sticky again. But, yeah, then you just pull it tight so they can – because obviously you can't pull it by Is yourself. Is there any cheating that goes on at rodeos where it's like, oh, that guy duct tape his hand to the – I don't think duct tape would do the job, but <laughs> there's different ways that guys can – He used a lot of duct tape. Like some, some people catch their knots or whatever with their spurs. So, like, in the rope, you know, where you got the knot, like you can dig your – into that but then the judges you know they yeah can catch that stuff is there certain things that like one thing that i thought of was like helmets like the fact that no one was wearing helmets and i think you or either weston said like if you're born in like 1994 you don't have to wear a helmet it's or, like yeah there, i don't know what the exact year is but if you're born after that you know, then you have to. Is there something that like bull riders are doing now that you like can't believe they weren't doing back in the day? Mm, they used to do it naked, so actually, them wearing clothes is actually a huge evolutionary part of the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, their balls probably... just get slammed into the <laughs> bowl. Like, I feel like I couldn't tell you because I've never been on a. Um, That's how you ride a bowl on your TikTok. Butcher steer, yeah. <laughs> I did strap him. Clefty, shout out to Clefty. I hope that was a great time. But it was like, a mini horse. <laughs> a few, a few days before I got on that butcher steer, I got on some mini bulls, and it was not good. So I, I don't like posting those. It just kind of brings me down a little bit. Me and Thane Lockhart had a match at like one in the morning. Oh, after a few Coors Lights and stuff. So. We were shining the headlights out into the arena, and <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, we I got stepped on, hung up. Weston was like dying, laughing. It was a bad deal. As you're just getting just drunk. <laughs> well, he was there. He was there. Like he was gonna help me, but it, you know, whatever. It it happens. I but. told him not to. Did you find yourself in those situations, like, after bull riding events where you're just like, uh, that got a little away from me, or like, how did I get here? 
I'm with like the number two bull rider in the world. Do you have those moments or is it just so like second nature? I mean, maybe when I first started like hanging around, like when I first got introduced to some of those guys, you know, like it was like I'd wake them like, oh, that's kind of cool to hang out with, you know, whoever it may be. But nowadays, I, I don't know. I just look at them as my friends, you know. Yeah, I mean, a couple of bull riders I've hung out with, they're pretty down-to-earth guys. So. Yeah, they're just like anybody else, you know. It's just yeah. the fact of meeting them. and well, It's freaking nuts. Like, them. you just brought, like, Keyshawn to stadium, and it's like, that guy's <laughs> the number nine bull rider. In the- <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, would I have ever thought that I would know people like that? Probably not. But like I said, through Weston, I've met a lot of people, and then meeting those people, you meet more, and just, I don't know, it's, it's crazy, but... Most famous phone number you have in your phone. <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably, I don't know. Probably Jose, Jose Vitor. That like, would that would definitely like, probably be the like most the famous. Just the, like, like not the, that the, I texted like, him. I had to send him a video one time. That's uh, the only reason. Like I have the it. number one bull rider in the world. Yeah, that but, that Jose. Yeah, <laughs> Jose probably wouldn't know my name if he yeah. walked by me, but. I, I <laughs> I've got Barstool Pat's number in my phone. He's pretty. Cool. Oh yeah, Barstool Pat's cool. Yeah, what I, I want to hear about your like trip into the Barstool. Like, what what was that? What were you doing? What was it like? Uh, well, when it, Jess um, had an interview, and there, Jess and, and Zeke, Jess a, Lockwood, yep, had an interview in there, and uh, I didn't really get to. I mean, I we got like a tour of the place and stuff, but. Um, they kind of just bring you in, like, the front door, and it's just, like, like, a little lobby area, you know? And then it was not what I expected to be, like, you know, when you see all those videos, like, how they're messing around and stuff, like, all the l- different games and stuff they do on, like, Fridays or whatever, you know? Like, they're having a good time. When I was in there, it was, like, just tables like this and computers, and everyone has headphones in, and they're just blogging, like, yeah, it's going hard. Man. Yeah, but... They just sat us in a back room or whatever, and then they put the, like, the one day, um, pardon my take, like, they were on that, or I think Jess was on pardon my take, and then they just put it on the TV so you could watch it live, but. Like, from your green room, would you call it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But other than that, and then. What we, was the snack situation like? <laughs> um, actually, the only was, beer. <laughs> the, there was no situation. There was no, I don't. I don't no, remember having a snack. Of, that's one of the more I might have got a water disappointments in my entire I life. I got a water, so that was cool. But <laughs> do you still have the water? No, <laughs> but I, I did get a. Um, I got a bottle of um, Pink Whitney, and I still have that. That's but I had weird. to. I didn't really drink it. I drank a little bit of it, and I had to pour it out to take it on the plane. So ah, uh, that's kind of tough. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Can't, can't forget about that. No liquids on a plane. Yeah, but, you know, it was cool. I have a couple uh, farm questions for you that I need answered. Hopefully are these actual farm questions? Are these ranch questions? A little bit of both. So <laughs> do you remember what was going around on Twitter, like, 10 years ago? It was, like, starter packs where it's like, oh, if you're a college football player, you have, like, slides. Yeah, yeah. What would be a cowboy starter pack? Um... Probably a can of Copenhagen Long Cut. That's a good start. Um, 
I feel like hat, we, hat, like a cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah, like if we're if we're just I'm I'm thinking too in depth probably right now. Okay, okay, like, okay, yeah, okay. Like, let's let's are we, see. Are we talking basic okay. cowboy hat? Okay, blues, let, can let, of Copenhagen and a yeah. beer. I guess. Okay, here we go. So you got a, a cowboy. You're creating a player on Madden, but it's a cowboy. So they already have a cowboy hat. They already have a belt buckle. They're already dressed. What else do they have? Mm, I think Copenhagen. That's that's a good one. An inflated ego. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I have an inflated which is really ego, weird and I'm not a pro rider. So. <laughs> you, you just said, yeah, a lot of those guys are pretty humble. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, whoa, back yeah. back here. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd say Copenhagen, pair of sunglasses. All right, I'll make it easier. How about a redneck starter pack? Oh, that's a whole different game. That's oh, a whole yeah. different oh. game. Half use roll of duct tape lifted truck, like yeah, for sure. Like a with the ball, with the balls, one fifty. Yeah, yeah, you got off balls. The back. On, you got balls. Can of duct tape in the glove compartment. How about like a shopping cart in your like possession? Uh, could definitely a Confederate flag, probably like flying, <laughs> <laughs> flying out. That's a classic. That's a classic. Uh, Maine, Bismarck, Maine. Oh, uh, yeah. you ever drag Maine? Just a bit outside. <laughs> Maybe when I was young, like we'd drive it when we were younger and stuff. But I think I did. What kind it. of fucking question is that? Obviously, everyone <laughs> did. Did you? Uh, I did it once and I just threw a bunch of fucking bottle rockets no, out we, the window as I was driving. You're one of those guys. Huh? <laughs> See, we just turned the music as loud as we could and just roll. Oh, you're one of those guys. Yeah. I just happened to be going to McDonald's on Main the same night they were driving <laughs> yeah. trucks around. Yeah, I was just going through McDonald's and a bottle rocket threw it through my window. It's like, oh, that was probably me. Uh, what about the colors? I gotta go. <laughs> Matt is upset. Uh, what about, have you ever had your entire arm up in a cow? No. Oh. Not that ranchy. You're not that ranchy? No. The word ranchy, yeah. Why? Ranchy. Why wouldn't it be? Okay, what do they call those cattle ponds that are like, just like random ponds in the middle of a field? Stock pond. Did you ever swim in one of those? Oh my god, I have not. No. Oh, okay, I always drive by them in the interstate, and I was like, I wonder if everyone just jumps in those. I feel like it'd be pretty greasy. Oh, probably it's probably get ill. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, would, I got like sure. I got a disease that's been extinct for 200 years. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god, he's got smallpox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if you try it, let me know how it Yeah, goes. are you pretty good at the Oregon Trail? Looks like Matt and I have to go back to the days of me checking his questions before an interview. <laughs> <laughs> Need the babysitter over here. God damn it. <laughs> Thought we were progressing, and we're just regressing. <laughs> that's that's upset. I think I had some pretty good ones. No complaints from me. Do you have any more? No. Are you sure you're just saying that? Because I uh, no, that I was that, that was questions. that was my last one. But I'll probably think of something. I'll just fucking shit it out my word hole. <laughs> I feel like you guys were kind of mean mugging each other there for a second. Yeah, that's usually what we do. Is Carhartt on your hat spelt wrong? I haven't even looked. What do you think is wrong about it? Is there two T's on Carhartt? Pretty sure. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Get on your Google and find out. <laughs> yeah, Matt. No, I have J.D. Tollison typed up in my Google, and the first thing hey, that comes up is out a of that. funeral home. Daddy really? Bandito, why are you so good at TikTok? I don't think I am. I honestly don't think I'm good at TikTok. It's just that I 
made like those videos at bull ridings and obviously people like seeing is it daddy bandito on tiktok it's actually zaddy i graduated from daddy to zaddy, zaddy. Yeah. Is, what is zaddy I think I don't. I don't really know. It's just a different version. What are you calling <laughs> a different version of Daddy? I guess. Why are you calling yourself Voltron? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> super badass. <laughs> is uh, what does Bandito stand for again? Bandit in Spanish. Yeah. Well, I'm actually. I, I don't know. Me. What is your definition of Bandito? Just Bandito. Like I. I one night. Well, I used to change. I don't know if you guys remember or not, but I, I used to change my Instagram username like all the time at college. Same. Like just, just the stupidest stuff ever because I thought it was funny when people like would be scrolling and not know who it was, you know? Jordan Michael Fit was probably one of the best names. <laughs> I, I, did, I did Daddy Bandito Fitness at one point. <laughs> it was, I was, it was during that huge like fitness surge yeah. where like, Every Everyone. Instagram account was like your name followed by fit. <laughs> I was like, it's like JD I bought a watch kid for a while. <laughs> I bought uh, a Y membership. Fitness. Yeah. Matt Cleary Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> it has it a should be. I mean, I have a YMCA membership. Haven't gone in a year. That's all right. It's from the pandemic. New Year's though. resolution. And eventually. I'm going with the crowd. No. But eventually you just got to daddy and then Zaddy well, yeah, we, Bandito. I can't remember exactly how it came about. I think. And again, we, I was with Wes, and we were helping my dad haul hay one night, and I was I was on the sauce a little, and <laughs> I just got we got to talking about like what I don't man I don't know this is very odd, but I was just like came up with this alter ego, you know, and I was and I was on the sauce, and I it's called the best time to come up with Bandito Roberts. Ego. That's what it was, and then I changed to Daddy Bandito, and I, that just stuck like. Most people, like, when I, so if I'm at a bull riding or something and, like, I haven't met somebody, you know, like, people will, or if somebody introduces me, they'll be like, hey, this is JD. And then be like, oh, yeah, hey, man. And then they'll be like, like, Daddy Bandito. Like, oh, I know you. Why What's you up, man? So? Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't know my actual name, which is totally fine. Yeah, people just call me, like, cocksucker or something. So that's, that's all right. Good. Dick breath. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be called cocksucker than dick breath. I think. <laughs> it, it essentially means the same thing. It does, but it just uh, no. I agree. Cocksuckers, big lipper there by Cleary. Got a little cowboy in you. Okay, so you'll actually love this. I was at a um, gas station buying a tobacco product, and the guy goes, "What's your birthday?" And I was like, started to like say my birthday. He's like, "Dude, I'm just kidding. As long as you're over the age of 18, I'll sell it to you." And I was like, "I don't know if this guy knows, but like, North Dakota law changed. This is like, recently. Yeah, oh. this is like last week." And I was like, "I don't know if this guy knows. He just looked like a fucking loser." <laughs> That's coming from me. <laughs> so this guy sucked. And I was, he's like, "As long as you're over the age of 18, I'll sell it to you." And I was like. This guy has no idea that the law changed. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Remember, like, back in the day when it was 18 and, like, you're still, like, senior in high school. And, like, I remember on my birthday, I was, like, first thing I'm doing is going straight to the Petro serve, man. Like, I'm buying a can of Copenhagen. Tobacco row for me. You know, not even in, in existence anymore. Well, that was, did you ever get into hookahs? No, not not really. I, I, I'm not much of a... Like, 
like e-cigs and stuff like or jewel or whatever i don't really i don't know i'm not too into that or i wasn't i guess I, I'll, I'll have a cigarette or something you know but yeah I, I, I know when i got after it when i wake up the next morning i'm just like yep yeah, now it smells just, like cigarettes. Just, just a like good old college. Rubber. You're like, man, this is <laughs> disgusting. Like rubber cat tongue. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Not for me. It Not tastes good, me. so good at the time, though. Yeah, it's a, always a good idea at the time. It seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JD. Rumor has it, and I don't want to spill the beans here, but it's up to you. Rumor has it you might be starting a bull riding focused podcast. What's that all about? Yeah, I put some serious thought into it. Um, you know, I I don't know. I, I've wanted to. For, like, I think it's fun. You know, like sitting here and, and BSing is obviously fun. Like, which I understand what you guys do. It's a good time. But, like, I just think it would be really cool to be able to sit around and bullshit with some of those guys like Keyshawn or, you know, any of those guys. Like, I'd like to get bigger and get some of them other guys that I haven't met or something like that you know I just think it'd be cool to let people hear kind of a relaxed version of a of a podcast from some of these dudes like just like a like I the way I put it would be like uh, if I go through with it you know just like a phone conversation or something like like I've said a lot of times if I'm on the phone with somebody and you're like you get to talk and you're having just a funny conversation you're like oh this would be perfect for a podcast you know like I don't want to just interview somebody because I feel like it can get dry and just kind of boring, you know, but like I'd, I'd like to do something and just kind of go I, with the flow. And I think like getting to people in a different level of an interview that isn't like everyone else's would be your hook for sure. Yeah. Like, and I don't, I don't think there is, there is podcasts, you know, in the rodeo world and stuff, there's plenty of them, but um, I think a guy, if you, there's a, there's a difference between having a podcast and having an entertaining podcast. And yeah. I think that you yeah. could do that. Yeah. I think it'd be a good time. Um, I just got to work some stuff out and see if I can make it all work. But Yeah, well, uh, hopefully NBNH can help any way they can. We get it off the ground for you because I think it's a great idea. Like we've talked before ever since we had Weston on, you know, becoming better friends with him over the time. You know, hanging out with you more, we have so many opportunities as No Brains, No Headache podcast to interview all these bull riders or bullfighters or because we've been meeting all those guys like Bo, for example, uh, you know, Boudreaux, Keyshawn, all these guys. We could have had Keyshawn in studio. We had a whole week to do it if we really wanted to, but I said, you know, why don't somebody else like you do yeah. a more bull riding focused podcast because, I mean, Matt and I are blessed to double blessed <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm triple blessed to not own a pair of shit kickers <laughs> and but also opposite of blessed to not own a pair of shit kickers like where you're coming from yeah i think we need to get you a yeah. pair of boots yeah we will but yeah we've had all these opportunities to get you know so many bull riders and everything related but we don't want to get too deep into that because that's not no brains no headache podcast but something like yours are you thinking eight-second takes? I don't want to jump the gun, but you can check it yeah, out. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely what I'd call it just because um, with my video stuff that I do, i just kind of tied into that, I guess, because I'm, I'm going to keep doing that for sure. But, uh, 
I think it'd be a good deal because I have a decent following with the video stuff already and just kind of use that. When you have so many connections to so many other people related to bull riding that we haven't even talked about. But, yeah, check out JD on TikTok, Zaddy Bandito underscore yep. Bandito. I think I think it's just Zaddy Bandito. Okay, up. check him out on TikTok. Pretty entertaining stuff. And then go over right now, follow uh, 8 Second Takes on Instagram, and hopefully in the near future we'll get a podcast up, get that out there for you. Uh, it's a lot of fun, so I hope you go through with it, man. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. All right, J.D., thank you so much for coming to the Dugout Studio, your second time here. I'm glad you were more focused this time and not, you know, messing around with Joe Berger in the background. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> Joe just Joe just does something to me, man. I just turned into a goofball. <laughs> but like I said, I, I've announcement I've officially retired from drinking, so I'm okay. locked in today. Locked yep. until Friday. All right, yeah. yeah, let's hit an over under of four days. Yeah. Um <laughs> what day is it today? I say Monday. six. Uh, over for sure. Six days. I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> <laughs> I was sober for eleven years. What happened? Turn twelve. <laughs> <laughs> All Thanks, right, boys. Yeah, JD, thank you. Let's do this. Cleary's comments. We're back. Episode 72 here in the dugout studio i'm with matt cleary matt welcome to the show and how are you thank you for having me again it's great you're welcome how art thou i'm doing great you know what you look great we're all doing great coming off a little bit of a weekend you know episode 72's out what are we gonna talk about ndsu takes on und perhaps you know us. We had to go watch the game because we all know Matt went to Bishop Sycamore of Colleges. So he came with me to root on the alma mater and the heavily favored and cheered for NDSU Bison. We were in enemy territory and we were outnumbered. I think there was maybe five UND fans in that entire bar. Yeah, I thought that they were going to buy me a shot just because, you know, our drink or something. Because they're like, oh, fellow UND fans. No, that was not the case. Not a whole lot of camaraderie uh, between me and the uh, other fellow UND fans. But NDSU ends up winning 16-10 to 10 in what might be the most boring football <laughs> I was, game. I, was, I didn't know where you were going with it, but I was like, that was the most boring goddamn football game that I have ever watched in my entire life. Yeah, I should have definitely taken the several spreads uh, that were offered to me. Uh, but I, I honestly thought that UND would get the shit kicked out of them. At one point, I asked for a 21-and-a-half-point spread. I didn't get it. <laughs> um, Jesus. And then there was a... Box seller bug on me right now. <laughs> um, then I got 14 points or 14 and a half. I also, I mean, I don't know why I didn't take it, but I just, yeah, I didn't see. I thought it was going to be like a, a 38 to 10 game. Nah, it was boring from the get-go. I think UND had that one big passing play where they got a touchdown, but other than that, it was just a snooze fest. 
Typical NDSU football game. They run the ball a million times. They end up winning. And I fall asleep. It's a, their quarterback is great. He uh, basically ran a read option whenever he wanted to, and UND would not figure it out. And he would get a first down every time they had like a third and four. Yeah, Matt should be the defensive coordinator for UND, and maybe the outcome was different because you were calling out several plays before they happened. It's uh yeah, it, it happens. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good at what I do, uh, but then again, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, I should never be involved in organized football. Yeah, no, it just seemed from my point of view that like every even NDSU wasn't playing all that great. They're still playing like professionals out there. I mean, dude, UND's quarterback looks like he is a ninth grader. And they just, I don't know, they just play a lot faster, quicker. And, I don't, yeah, terrible game all around, super boring, but... I mean, the tailgate looked lit, but... Yeah, and then, of course, we hype it up and we go to a bar way ahead of time and sit through a bunch of busyness and can't get your drinks and whatever, and then then they just lay a dud like that. It was It was pretty goddamn boring, but you got to talk about it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was a thing. Grand Forks was the place to be this weekend. Eric Church concert, followed by the football game. Then you also have some hockey game as well. So, yeah, Grand Forks was the place to be. I think they're just biding their time. If UND makes the playoffs, I'll be cheering them on. But, yeah, get me to hockey season coming to UND, and I'll, I'll gladly cheer them on. Yep. Um, staying on the topic of NDSU, I have this weird conspiracy theory about Carson Wentz. As everyone knows, Carson Wentz was traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a third rounder of last year's draft and a second rounder of this coming year's draft that becomes a first rounder if he plays 75% of the offensive snaps. And Carson Wentz has two sprained ankles and they just were like, yeah, you're good. You can go play. So I think that they are going to have Carson Wentz out there, no matter the injury, so they get that first-round pick of the Eagles. Because the Eagles aren't great. They're yeah. they're a decent team, but that's a mid-first-rounder that they're going to get if Carson Wentz plays those snaps. So I'm willing to bet that Carson Wentz is going to be wheeled out there in a wheelchair week 16 to get those snaps in, they might have him just do some weird stuff. Like, they're never going to run a Wildcat unless he's on the field. They're never going to do anything different. Honestly, he looked terrible. Colts somehow won. He looked terrible. <laughs> it's so boring. And the guy takes so many goddamn sacks that it's just like he's not a great football player. He loves football. You could tell that, but he's not... Great at what he does. He needs to be poised in the pocket and hook the ball. He's got four wide receivers there that are halfway decent. And Jack Doyle, who is the everyman's tight end. Yeah, Carson Wentz is not much different from Phillip Rivers. I mean, how many times did Phillip Rivers go out there injured, just barely able to move, but he just... Phillip Rivers doesn't it. have any ACLs. He played <laughs> all of last year. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's not much difference from uh, Philip Rivers last year with the Colts, now with Carson Wentz. 
Uh, and then you can also throw even a Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, how, sti- how that, stiff that does guy he is look? about as mobile as a paraplegic. He yeah. falls over randomly. Oh, Jason Witten could be more mobile than Ben Roethlisberger, and that is saying something. That guy is a two by four, just not very limber. But hey, what can you do? I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll figure it out. I'm not even going to talk on the Vikings this week because what's the goddamn point? That was We go from the UND-NDSU game, boring as shit, to the 14-7 Browns victory over the Vikings. Even more goddamn boring. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's really Sundays are just not good for me. And followed by the tough Saturday. You know what I mean? It was tough all around. Notre Dame lost. Panthers lost to the goddamn Cowboys. And overall, bad week for the podcast. That's all right. We got a new month. It's October. You know, the end of the year is upon us. Fall is here. You can kind of smell it in the air, sense it in your bones a little bit. It's the last quarter of the year. October, November, December. It's going to go by quick. I said this at the beginning of the summer before we started getting crazy, I was like, it's going to go by quick. This is also a time of the year that goes by super quick. Got Halloween coming up. Got Thanksgiving followed by Christmas, of course. Then the new year is upon us, birthday week. Not going to get too deep into that. But we got to finish the year strong, okay? Matt and I are having fun. We're going to go down to Austin, Texas. Check out Division One college football, Texas, Oklahoma State. Fixing to be a top 25 matchup. We'll see if that upholds in the week from here until then. But, yeah, we got to have fun, people. It takes, I heard this once, it takes 30 days to build a habit and 90 days to form a lifestyle, something like that. I don't know. Whatever it is, go balls to the wall. The end of the year is upon us as a podcast. I mean, we're just going to keep trucking forward. What do you say, Matt? I'm I'm all in. This is this is my time of the year, the last fourth of the year. You get college basketball starting. You have NFL football in full swing. You get college football playoffs. End of the year, great games. I and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, whether you're working out or just you know having a good time, you're starting to hunt. You're getting into that winter mode. Uh, maybe spend a lot more time with your family since the holidays are here. Whatever it is, just do it to the fullest. It's a no-brainer to no matter what you do. Do it with confidence. You know, have fun with it. I know it's it's a big time of the year. It's, you know, every weekend. It's like Saturdays, got to watch college football. Naturally, that means drinks. <laughs> Sunday rolls around. Vikings fucking suck. Drinks. To, you know, heal that wound a little bit. You went out on Friday. It gets tough sometimes. Regardless, whatever you're doing, let's do it to the fullest. Matt, what do you got? The WNBA is in their playoffs. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it get the oh, I wouldn't. I didn't even know the WNBA was in the season. And I get the equal pay thing and everything. Yeah, but the WNBA does not bring in the money that the NBA does. So you can't expect fair pay. But this is the greatest headline of all time. All right. The WNBA Phoenix Mercury can't play a home playoff game because their arena is having, is hosting Disney on ice. 
Wow. Wow. So they're forced to play at Arizona State's arena. Oh, okay. I see where the priority comes into play when scheduling. Or was it just poor scheduling, you think? I think it was poor scheduling, but the fact that they're like, oh, maybe they won't make... You have Diana Taurasi on your team. You're going to make the fucking playoffs. You should have known this was coming. Yeah. Poor on the owners, but also... How entertaining is Disney Ice? I think I went when I was six, and I'm pretty sure it sucked. <laughs> Maybe it's changed since you went, you know, 20 plus years ago. But <laughs> the only thing knows? I think of when I got like Disney on Ice is the Blades of Glory. When that's all I think. Chad of. Michael Murray's just drunk. He's like, "Hey, bro, look, it's Gary the Squirrel." <laughs> he just throws yeah. up in the costume. Honestly, you said Disney on Ice, and my mind went straight to that scene. That exact scene. But you know for sure that Disney on Ice would bring more fans than a WNBA playoff game. Well, I hope that's the reasoning behind it. Otherwise, why didn't they just cancel Disney on Ice? Poor WNBA. I mean, that's a tough time of year when college football starting, um, NFL football full swing, like you said. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but then you also have the baseball season. Baseball in September is always exciting, and then it just keeps getting more exciting into October, obviously. So, tough time of year for the NBA to compete. But, hey, what can you do, you know? You've got, you got to keep hooping. Ball is life, as they say. Hoopers, not poopers. That's not a fucking saying. I just made it one. I would rather poop than hoop. <laughs> okay, anyway... Let's take a quick ad read pause for our sponsor. This week, our sponsor is a company that Matt and I are really excited to work about. It is Big Dog Distillery, which is the home of Heart River Spirits. Uh, It's a distillery here in Bismarck, North Dakota. They make all sorts of rums. They make a vodka, and it's going to be awesome to work with them. They have a distillery opening up with a tasting room. So we have so many things to uh, announce as we go through this sponsorship with them throughout probably the end of the year. But Big Dog Distillery here in Bismarck, home of Heart River Spirits, Matt and I are going to have a segment called Drink of the Week. It's going to be a video form available on our YouTube. So check that out. We'll be making cocktails with some of their products. Right now, Matt and I have their rums. We have a spiced rum a silver rum, a cinnamon rum, and a coconut rum. We've sat down with the owners and the creators of this before. We've tried it ourselves, and we were taken back by this. Matt and I aren't huge rum guys, and we try all this awesome rum. It tastes delicious, so we're really excited to make some cocktails with it and show you just how good this product is. Check them out on all sorts of social media. Go over to Instagram, follow them at Heart River Spirits. On Facebook, it's heart.river.spirits. Or on Twitter, heart underscore river underscore rum. I would give you details on the tasting room when it is ready. But for now, you can look at their products. Like I said, they have all sorts of rums. The vodka is getting some final touches. Uh, These people who are working on this product, very smart, very talented people. Uh, They know what they're doing. They've recreated the whole distillation process to make it not only faster, but the quality of it just goes up immensely. So they, they do their things a little bit differently. It's a newer company coming to the Bismarck area, but this their products will be available 
all over the place, hopefully sooner than later. So like I said, Matt and I are really excited to work with Heart River Spirits uh, and Big Dog Distillery, which will have the Big Dog Tiki Bar. Uh, They do it all with the best quality ingredients and the best way to do it. They don't put out any bad products. That's just the way it is. That's the facts right there. They make sure it's ready to go and tasting the best it possibly can. Matt and I would know we've tasted ourselves. Take our word for it. Check out our new sponsors, Heart River Spirits and Big Dog Distillery. All right, thank you to our sponsors who help keep the show going. I am now proudly here to announce that my fantasy baseball team that I said is also, you know, me team, SU team, it's also the podcast team, the Hound Dogs are your 2021 Bush League champions. Championship. Championship. So, feels good to go uh, back-to-back because I also won it last year. So, the Hound Dogs is pretty much a dynasty at this point because at the beginning of the season, my whole draft strategy was just draft the players from the year prior who did well for me. And then beyond that, it was only household names slash really cool names. I think you gave me your phone and said, yeah. pick a relief pitcher. Yeah, yeah, Matt, so you were part of it. I'm sure none of those guys were still on the team at the end of it. Yeah, well, funny thing is, I, uh, well, I, I like to feel like I sniffed out pitchers all year, uh, just kind of because you just got to stream pitchers throughout the week. Matt hates it, but whatever. And then I would always hand my phone to my brother as well, and he's in a different league that he takes you know serious enough where I could trust his opinion. Uh, I'd make him fill up my watch list with new players, so it was really nice to have an assistant manager. Um, I think the league has been around for like three or four years. When were you in it? Because that was the first year. Uh, three years ago. Okay. So, I mean, that's that's two out of three. I've made the playoffs every year. So, I mean, this is a dynasty in the making. Um, I love how you were at one point an opponent in the league. But, hey, the Cubs didn't do it. It doesn't look like the Vikings will do it. So, thank God uh, for the Hound Dogs. Championship. Also, somebody told me I missed out on the opportunity to call my team the Mound Dogs which is actually really clever because uh, in the championship, I actually ended up tying. I took all six pitching categories. My opponent, Denko Andy, oddly enough, Denver correspondent Andy, he won all of the batting categories. I won the tiebreaker. Therefore, I'm the champion. Are you going to split the money with them? Absolutely not. But somebody told me I missed the opportunity to call my team, yeah, the Mound Dogs, and... It was just like, wow, that that's fucking bullshit. So thanks to Gritty Squirrels on Twitter for that, just ruining my moment of glory. I, I named it the Hound Dogs like two years ago as a rebranding, and I mean, I yes, it, it worked, so I don't change it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. But, hey, it feels good to win some. I know me team as Sue team. However, I will not be splitting any of the winnings with you or the podcast or anyone else besides myself, for that matter. 
Uh, times are tough. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> Jordan is the NCAA of baseball owners. <laughs> hey, you guys made $50 billion this year. What do we give to each school? Goddamn nothing. We're going to pay our CEO 4.2. I'm proud to be here to do that. Speaking of the playoffs, uh, Sunday marked the end of the 2021 regular season. As I mentioned, our poor Cubbies uh, will not be participating this year because even if they were, they'd probably lose to the goddamn Marlins or something like that. But postseason picture, looking at it now, uh, the day this episode is aired, a Tuesday, we got the wild card matchup. Uh, Yankees take on the Red Sox. Winner of that will take on the Rays. And then also in the AL, you have the White Sox and Houston Astros. I love how the Astros just still continue to have success. And Yeah, that matchup is just like two teams that I could not give a shit about. Yeah. Looking over at the NL side, uh, the Red Hot Cardinals just can't seem to lose. They take on the Dodgers in the wild card game. Winner of that goes on to play the Giants, who I think are a surprise to everyone this year, winning well over 100 games, number one seed in the NL. And then besides that, you have the Brewers taking on the Braves. Uh, you know, on paper, looks like the Braves are the odd man out, even if he were to can count the wild card teams. But as Matt and I like to do, let's do an on air live bet. I'm thinking what we do, Matt, is we take one team from the AL, one team from the NL. We'll do a snake style draft. I have. Let's, let's see here, a 1982 standard U.S. quarter. I'm going to flip it. Matt, call it in the air. Heads. It is heads. Would you like the first and fourth pick or the second and third? Uh, give me the first and fourth. I'll take the uh, Giants. Matt is taking the Giants as his NL pick for the on-air live bet MLB playoffs 2021 on No Brains, No Headache podcast. So that leaves me, I mean, pretty much wide open here. Um, mark down my um, mark down my AL team as the Rays, please. The Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, yeah, we're gonna do, what are we going to do on this? Uh, you owe me $112.80, so double or nothing, <laughs> or you pick. Uh, we'll, we'll put anywhere up to $50 on it. We'll talk about it off air. Um, my second pick is going to have to be, this is tough. You took the Giants, but I'm forced to take an NL team. I'm going to go with, I don't want to, but I think it makes sense. I'm going to go with, the Cardinals. I'm going to say they're red hot, and they're going to ride that throughout the playoffs. I love the dual years this year. I'm going to take the Yankees. I love Anthony Rizzo. Literally, the only reason I drafted the Giants was because KB plays for them. I'm going to ride the Cubs guys through and through. I love how we both went with a one yeah. seed and a five seed. I mean, I didn't want to take either the Brewers or the Braves. I think my hatred for the Brewers, and I just don't think the Braves have what it takes. But I mean, I don't mind the White Sox because they sucked for so long, but now they're like 
had a better season than the Cubs. And then I just hate the Astros. So it's like, I'm not going to pick one of those. I'd rather have the Red Sox or the Yankees. I love Rizzo. I like Schwarber. I'm going to go with Rizzo. Give me the Yankees. All right. Let's just do a nice even $25. Call it even. People are like, wow, that's hardly any money. Times are tough, okay? Yeah, in this economy? Especially that. Well, for every team here, it is do or die for the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I love watching playoff baseball. It's so exciting. The crowd gets into it. Good time. Do or die. Yeah, we're going to get into something a little different here. And when I say a little different, I mean the other side of the world. So there was this Russian guy that what he would do is take money from rich American families, honestly not even that rich, but $36,000 and he would freeze your body for the time being until apparently the technology could come across and reanimate said body. Okay. And what that guy did was cheated on his wife. And so his wife went and opened up the storage locker. And so all the bodies just started rotting. And I was like, well, that's terrible. But also, what would I want to do with my body when I'm dead? Maybe bury it or burn it. I would I would say cremation is probably one of those. But I would also want to be thrown off some historic bridge ass naked. What about the Grand Canyon? Oh, yeah, just Brad's uncle into the Grand Canyon? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I'll probably just go with, you know, the the normal perhaps cremation, if not a normal burial. Where would you want your ashes dumped? Honestly, I don't care. <laughs> Is that bad? Nah, I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> when you're dead, you're dead. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when you're where, dead, you're dead. Wherever my next of kin finds necessary, I don't know, maybe reenact the Big Lebowski scene with my ashes. I uh, yeah, I would. I would like set aside something of to make a movie scene. Forget Hold it, up. Donnie. You're out of your element. I don't know. Put him in a Folgers can. Fly out to California, go out on a windy day, let it rip. I don't know. <laughs> Just do whatever. <laughs> Just do whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe make a TikTok out of it. Speaking of which, I think TikTok is basically modern day softcore porn. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Oh, it might sound bad because our algorithm really just puts that in front of us, but... I've just come across a lot of thirsty things, you could say. Like, I'm a little shocked that it's on social media. Like, I'm out in public. I can't go on TikTok because it's just like, they're like, what is that guy watching over there? And I was like, it just came up on my feed, okay? I didn't, like, go out of my way. Well, I go check it out. (laughs) I did go out of my way to open the app. I mean, once it comes across the feed, then I go. If so facto, I got a work boner. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, I just saying, I mean, we used to have to hope that our friend's house we were sleeping over at had HBO and watched the late night, and now kids can just go hop on the talk, is all I'm saying. It's not a bad thing. I'm not upset about it. However, you know, in public, waiting room, you know, in a restaurant, you're just on your phone just trying to catch a little TikTok, 
And then there's tits and ass. Well, that's the jiggling thing. on your screen. Yeah, that's the thing about TikTok is like this girl has zero talent besides the fact that she has huge cans and a fat ass. Yeah, and well, she makes a million plus a year. Just saying, not gonna fall for the OnlyFans. So just stop. But you know, do whatever you want on the TikTok, okay? You kids these days have it so easy, okay? We would have to used to stay up till like three in the morning. Make sure the volume's down. You know, hope that the HBO or... And share a beer out of our friend's dad's fridge. Yeah. Hey, you want this really dry red wine? Whatever. If it makes me drunk, let's drink it. Just have it so easy. And that's... I mean, that maybe that's my biggest problem with TikTok. That, and I don't really... I still don't really understand. (laughs) Yeah. It's like... How do you do the voice thing? You know, the the lady reads the thing? I I don't know how to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I, I'm dumb. Speaking of which, follow us on TikTok at NBNH Podcast. Beautiful plug for the talk right there. Yeah, and we're doing pretty good. We uh, have some great TikToks. I think yeah. it's only going to get better. We're coming out with drinks. So, well, And if you are on any other social media, at NBNH Podcast will work for that too. So definitely check us out. A lot of good stuff. I went down... We use the word rabbit hole a lot, and I went down the Kennedys. So the Kennedy family. The Cadillac of rabbit holes. And I grabbed seven of my favorite. Actually, that is a terrible word, but seven Kennedy deaths that stood out to me, and there's a ton more. So I'm going to like. What do you mean Kennedy deaths? Like people named Kennedy who died? JFK family that are directly related to them and how they died. So, obviously, the first one, Joseph Kennedy, is JFK's uncle, who famously said that he agreed with Hitler's politics in 1936 and then died by getting shot down by a German plane in World War II. Well, I guess that's karma for you. Then we're going to jump ahead, and this goes all the way back From 1938 to present. 2 BC. JFK, shot in the head. Pretty famous. Everyone's seen the video. John F. Robert Kennedy, RFK. Bob. Bob Kennedy, shot while running for president. Great. Wonderful. Michael, Robert's son, died in a skiing accident. Mikey. JFK Jr. JJ. Died in a plane crash. The the Kennedys seem like, uh, you know, like don't travel with Tom Hanks. Yeah, I mean, you're... you're in <laughs> it's like, don't, tra- don't hang out with the Kennedys. Yeah, they're basically like Stanley Yelmats in the movie Holes. The family's cursed. Yeah. What else do we got with the Kennedys? Kara... JFK's niece, didn't really look into who her dad was, died at a heart attack at 51, was perfectly healthy. Gotta watch out for the Hardys, the big one. And then the most recent one, which was like two years ago, Maeve, Robert Kennedy's granddaughter, her and her son died in a canoeing accident. You blew it! So at what point do you just say, I should probably not be a part of the Kennedy family? Yeah, I mean, legally change your name 
and move across the world. I think people tried it because there is an entire Wikipedia page that is literally just Kennedy deaths. And there is a shitload of them. Well, it helps that they're well documented. Well, they're well known, but like a canoeing accident, a skiing accident, you crash a plane. There's a lot of them. You get domed by Lee Harvey Oswald. I was thinking of a different domed, but touche. What dome? Not going to get into it right now. Just say, as Bill Clinton said, blow jobs are better than no jobs. The Olympics of sports fights, our ranking game we play every week, the Olympics here on No Brains, No Headache podcast. We decided to go with sports fights. You know, Matt's having an all-star performance right now. Can't seem to lose in our voting. But let's see what we can do with sports fights this week, how the Olympics works. We pick a topic, such as sports fights, then we rank our favorites in descending order, starting with gold, down to silver, bronze, lost in the medal round, honorable mention, and disqualified are always optional. It's open for interpretation, meaning we can really put whatever we want in these spots uh, as long as we ourselves consider them topic-worthy. Uh, Matt, who won last week? I did. Matt won last week. So that means I will go first here. Like I said, he's on a heater. He can't seem to lose. Rules state I get to go first. Rules also state we can't have the same picks. Should be a good one. There's a 1-1, like Matt said, right before we got started. Everybody knows it. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it and take it as my gold. It is the Malice at the Palace. November 19th, 2004. Started with Ben Wallace, my third favorite basketball player, pushing Ron Artest, now known as Meta World Peace, after a hard foul. Then there's a scrum between the Pacers and Pistons players, who were two really good teams in the early to mid-2000s. You know, Midwest teams, they had a nice rivalry going the year before. Uh, They played each other in the playoffs. It went in favor of the Pistons, and then the Pistons went on to win the NBA Finals. Uh, but the player scrum, uh, that actually gets broken up in the beginning, which is extremely surprising. I mean, you think that that's where it's really going to start. I mean, that is where it started, but it's like there was a moment there where, you know, order was restored. Yeah, I, I have two things about this. Uh, one won't ruin anything for you. The fact that Reggie Miller was on the Pacers, and Reggie Miller is, is historically, oh, thank you, one of the nicest players of all time. So the fact that he was, like, involved and on the floor, is like, guys, can't we all just get along? And then it's just like, nope. Yeah, he had an injured hand or finger at the time, too, so he had to, you know, get in there and wasn't even playing, wasn't even suited up, but... Who knows? A thank you if it would make any difference. But yeah, so the, the player scrum kind of gets broken up for a second. And, you know, Ron Artest is just trying to chill out. It's kind of like laying there, which is a little bit odd on the scores table. And all of a sudden, 
Ron Artest gets a drink cup thrown at him and immediately gets up, heads into the stands. Him, Steven Jackson, um, and then Jermaine O'Neal all head up into the stands to find that guy who threw the cup and start beating his ass. And then some Pistons players joined, like oddly enough. Like Rasheed Wallace was up there kind of yelling at people, trying to like throw hold people back or whatever. You don't know what the best part about that is? Please. The guy that threw the cup, Ron Artest, went after the wrong guy. Yeah, and then the guy who threw the cup still kept getting involved. In no, stuff. he like tried to hold Ron Artest back, and then yeah, Stephen Jackson is, came and getting just... involved. Yeah, I mean, there's there's one punch. I'm sure you're gonna touch on it, but there's one punch that goes. Are you talking about the one where the player or the fan comes down to the court and just yeah. like straight up squares up with him? Yeah, watch the Malice at the Palace, uh, the Untold Story, whatever the hell it's called on Netflix. Pretty good. Or just, I don't know, go see for yourself on YouTube. But, yeah, Pistons fan comes down and just straight up, like, squares up with Ron Artest. He feeds him a couple, like, and there's just craziness. He's up in the stands fighting people after the players started pushing each other and getting into fights. Then fans are down on the court just straight up squaring up with Ron Artest. Finally get him out of the place, and then they're all the players are trying to leave, and there's fucking chairs being thrown at them amongst popcorn, pop, empty bottles, beer, hot dogs, nachos, I hope. I mean, if you're going to throw something, Dude, if, if, I'm, if I'm there, I'm not throwing my nachos. I'm eating those nachos. After power play nachos, those are free to spill wherever you want, nice and juicy. I mean, I, I have personal experience with spilling of the nachos, but... <laughs> Not going to get into it. Yeah, it is just crazy. So, Malice at the Palace, I knew that was going to yeah, be that, a 1-1. One, that's, one. that's a 1-1. One, one. It's probably that's the longest one. we've ever talked about a single pick on the show, but Malice at the Palace, gold medal recipient Olympics of sports fights. Uh, I'm going to get into my gold medal. And, and this... Matt forfeits. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, no, I, th- I think I got you on this one. Like, I, I think I can go top to bottom, great picks. And win this over, and I'm gonna go with Zinedine Zidane headbutting Matarazzi from Italy in the World Cup final in 2006. This is yeah, so- totally. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I'm sure, but oh, uh, it is it is iconic. Here. 2006 World Cup final, Italy versus France, and France's captain Zinedine Zidane is like 36. He's like winding down his career. And Matarazzi says something to him, and Zidane headbutts him and just to the floor. Like, this was a great headbutt. And I remember watching it live. It was crazy. And that's why it's my gold medal. It's very iconic. You can see Zidane just gives a good thrust with his head right to the chest. Did anything come out of that? Uh, Zidane got a red card, and I think... Yeah, Italy ended up winning the game, so, yeah. Oh, it doesn't really sound like a fight. It sounds like a one headbutt and done. Open for interpretation. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Uh, I guess I just, yeah, I mean, I respect soccer, but I also don't give a shit. I don't know. I, yeah. I was not expecting soccer to make the podiums when thinking of sports fights, but hey, 
your podium, your pick, open for interpretation. Zabino Gingo from Italy, Matt's gold pick. On to the silver medal round. I'm going to go with East Mississippi Community College versus Mississippi Delta Brawl. Uh, famously came out in Last Chance U. Uh, the reason I picked this is because this was a legitimate brawl. There was some severe fighting going on. Like, like people are getting stomped out. They're outnumbered like 10 to 1 in certain spots. People are using helmets and garbage cans and literally anything they can get their hands on um, as a weapon. There's players on the, being held back on the sidelines. The refs are getting into it. Coaches are getting into it. Like, it was just fucking chaos. It, it, Olympics of, like, fights is plural in this sense because there was yeah, several. Yeah. It was like a line brawl in hockey. It was just, like, several fights going on. And the whole fact that, like, Netflix was there and captured all of it. Like, if you watch Last Chance You and you get to that point of the season, you're like, holy fucking shit. Like, that got out of hand. Then, obviously, they got a bunch of sanctions as a result. But that was the I best. had to pick it because it was rather chaotic. Yeah, that was the best part about it was, like, the next year, Netflix is back at EMCC. And they're like the first game. They're like, yeah, none of our players can play because they were all involved in this fight. Dude, coaches are also just getting like in other games. They're just getting suspended because they just can't <laughs> keep their mouth shut. Like, just a messy program. Yeah, um, that's a that's a fantastic pick, Jordan. Yeah, EMCC Mississippi Delta. Like, there's a lot of shit going on. That's my silver medal. I'm going to stay in college football, and I'm going to go with uh, Miami versus Florida International. Yep. Came on the radar. So this fight was Miami was just beating the shit out of Florida International. Like Miami is a powerhouse. And this was in, like, 2005 or something. And the, the one image that sticks with me is, I think it's Brandon Merriweather has his helmet, and he is full-on using it as a weapon just crushing people with this helmet and it was a huge brawl like it made headlines that this this is one of the bigger college football brawls of all time and it is iconic you can look it up on youtube it is crazy it's a the thing that it, it happened after an extra point yeah, that's the crazy part. It's extra point and yeah, it's like extra point. No one really cares. You're not. You're never really gonna block it. But no, full on fist fight breaks out. Both teams like benches clear, and it is just a melee. No one knows what's going on. The poor refs are trying to like corral people, and you got Miami and Florida International, both located in Miami. Big rivalry and. Yeah, wasn't like the first time they played each other, and that was like the yeah the trademark, if you probably will. the last time they're gonna play each other. Yeah, it's a good rivalry for sure. I like that pick; definitely came on the radar. So, a uh, silver medal round goes to two college football fights. Let's get on to the bronze, shall we? So, for my bronze medal, uh, when when we decided on sports fights, I always think of like. There's always two or three, maybe four if it's really good. 
that just immediately come into my head. And this was definitely one of them. So my bronze medal is uh, Yankees versus Red Sox in the 2003 ALCS when Pedro Martinez threw Don Zimmer to the ground. Fast forward a little bit. Pedro threw a few at a batter. Manny Ramirez gets one thrown so at his head. So are you Here going go. Yankees, Yankees, Red Sox, or Manny versus Zimmer? Well, it would be Pedro versus Don Zimmer. Yeah, that's the one I said. I love it. That's a great pick. Yeah, apparently they're jawing at each other. Uh, I saw a breakdown of it where they're saying stuff. And, yeah, Don Zimmer, like, I don't know, old as shit, just attacks. In Pedro's defense, Don Zimmer, like, came, like, not really running because not very fast, but, like, (laughs) <laughs> he's like 75 like jogging at him and yeah Pedro just grabbed him by the head and threw him to the ground um, and then it, the funny part was is like that happened and then like the, the brawl the entire brawl ended like you know benches cleared and then that happened on, over on like to the side and everyone was like okay well maybe we should not you know maybe we should go back to our I love the bullpen guys too I love when the yeah, benches bull, clear bull, bull, Bullpen guys see, are you like, see the fuck, guy. I got to run 200 no, yards or the, like 100 yards. No, you see the first guy, though, leading the bullpen out. You know, he's just juiced up, ready to go for a brawl. <laughs> just like, we better I, go, guys. I, I never had a chance to get into this game anyways. Just comes in with helicopter fists. I'm on the same line as that with my bronze medal. I'm going to go with Tommy Lasorda versus the Philly Fanatic. So Tommy Lasorda's managing the Dodgers at the time and the Philly fanatic, one of the bigger mascots that people know, like famous from always sunny and Tommy Lasorda got in a full on fist fight with the Philly fanatic. You thought it was a gimmick right away. It was not. They duked it out and it is a great fight. A guy in a mascot costume fighting 65 year old, Tommy Lasorda is just iconic, and I love that I get this at the bronze medal. Yeah, Matt's really confident in his podium. I guess we'll see when we put it up to the polls, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at NBNH Podcast. Uh, You'll be able to vote on these, but more importantly than that, tell us what would be on your podium. Tell us your gold, your silver, your bronze. Give us a loss in the meta round. Um like, when people comment on what our podiums are, I could really give a shit less. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't care. Because it's open for interpretation. It's your podium. Okay, we want you to be authentic to yourself. Excuse me. So I'm going to go with on to our Lost in the Metal round. Um, I'm going to go with an actual fight here. Uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 2. Um... This was actually more recent, so a little recency bias, but everybody should remember it. I thought the theatrics were especially good for, like, a boxing match. Like, it's modern-day boxing. Everybody bought it on, I don't think it was, was it pay-per-view? I think it was something else, but you had to buy, you know, just the one-day, one-night subscription. So I thought that was cool that boxing was trying to get back into, like, you know, in the popular, in the spotlight. Uh, Fury entered like a king, like a literal king. He had the crown and everything like that. And then, if you remember, 
Wilder had a straight up bedazzled mask on. Like he looked like like the Black Panther or something. He just had this crazy mask on. I thought it was entertaining as hell. So, I mean, Olympics of sports fights. This is a literal fight. The two heavyweights, they slugged it out for seven rounds, which is super entertaining. Like, I remember watching that fight and being like, holy shit, this is, like, actually fun This like to Fury, watch. Fury win? I, I didn't watch fights, so I have no idea. Fury ended up winning, but, yeah, it was... Uh, the ending was kind of questionable. They kind of called it a little early, but, like, I thought of sports fights. I was like, there's been a lot of really good UFC fights. Could have went there. Maybe a little recent with boxing. Uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury, too. I mean, you know, it's a little lower on the list, but I figured a sports fight, why not have an actual fight? You could have gotten so many in UFC. I went with a little boxing, lost in the middle round. I'm going to go with my loss in the medal round of probably my favorite fight of all time. An actual fight, I'm going to, I'm kind of like we're trading picks of pretty good ones here. And I'm going to go with Forrest Griffin versus Stefan Bonner. I don't know if you know it, but it, this is what put UFC on the map. It was the Ultimate Fighter season one finale. Light heavyweights, they slugged for three five-minute rounds. Forrest Griffin ended up winning, ended up becoming the light heavyweight champion. And this honestly saved the UFC. It You look at it, and this was the most watched fight, I would bet, for a while. Because it was on Spike TV. You watch this reality show happen. And, Spike TV. And it was, it was a great fight. Like, it was... It was great. No one know who won. Forrest Griffin definitely had a little bit of an edge, but they gave it to him. But they ended up giving both of them a UFC contract because that was the winner, got a UFC contract. They just gave it to both of them because it was that good of a fight. And starting from there, this was in 2006, and they just threw it up, and they were like, yeah, you guys both deserve to be in the UFC. And that's what kind of springboarded the UFC into what it is now. Matt's just copying my picks. I don't know. He's really confident before this. And before this, I was going to say, I don't even care if I win or not. Now I do. I think my podium is better than yours, Matt, basically because he copied mine. But Do you have any honorable mentions? Of course. Um, I had an extra one in case you stole one of mine. I knew that was going to happen because you never do because you're terrible, and I always go first because I'm terrible. Uh, one was another actual fight. Chuck Liddell versus Randy Couture, um, April 16th, 2005, where Chuck won to become the light heavyweight champion. Uh, really good fight. Just two really big names, too. I mean, like Chuck Liddell, definitely one of the more first commercialized names within the UFC. So, yeah, I mean, I think sports fights, I think of other fights. What do you got for honorable mention? I have a couple more, but what do you got? Yeah, I, I, I love the Chuck Liddell pick because that was part of their trilogy where Randy won one, Chuck won one, and it was that trilogy. Like, everyone wanted to know who is the baddest motherfucker at 205. Uh, the only other one I had was, uh, I can't say his first name, but Odor. Just R- Rudened Odor versus Jose Batista. Yeah, when Batista got absolutely cold clocked on second base. Yeah, well, really interesting. Uh, I, I watched that earlier doing research, trying to jog the memory as I always do for the Olympics. 
uh, there's a pass, like he throws the ball to first. It's a pass ball because Bautista goes in really hard. And so, like, the first baseman and the catcher are chasing after the, after the pass ball for about two seconds until they realize there's a brawl going on at second base. And, like, the camera guy's on those two going after the ball. And then they just react to second base, run over there. And it's it's hilarious. Classic. Definitely came on the radar. Dude, I just realized one we missed, and I think you're going to say it. Well, maybe you realize it right now. I was going to say Miles Garrett versus Mason Rudolph with Miles Garrett <laughs> ripping off his helmet and just swinging at him. Dude, Mason Rudolph deserved every bit of that. That guy I don't, I don't sucks. think so. No. If you look at the situation, it was like the last play of the game. The Browns were about to win. Miles Garrett was going like way too hard especially in the NFL and how much they try to protect the quarterback. It's like, dude, just just do a half-ass rush and get your victory. And, like, yeah, he drove him into the ground. I think Mason Rudolph, I mean, he looked like a fool, but it's just so that's, like, his punishment. But I don't think Miles Garrett should be ripping off helmets and just wielding them. That's not very safe. Well, you you want to be on the receiving end <laughs> of a helmet? Well, the fact that Mason Rudolph took a – what was it? Twelve pound helmet to and the dome and just walked away from it. Well, then immediately throws up his hands to the ref as if he's going to do something to help them win the game. My other, what? When did I miss? Uh, I, I thought you were going to talk about Nolan Ryan and uh, was it Robin Ventura? Yeah, I mean, but that wasn't much of a fight. It was Nolan Ryan putting him in a headlock and feeding him fourteen good fucking uppercuts. Yeah. I mean, that was a good one, I guess. With really anything in Olympics, on like, I get maybe a little more modern. Is what we yep. go with. Definitely was not alive during the Nolan Ryan Ventura uh, fight. And then the final one I had uh, was Bryce Harper versus Hunter Strickland, I believe his name is. It's the one where Harper gets hit, charges the mound, and tries to throw his helmet at him and then just, like, falls off his fingers and goes the opposite yeah, direction. I, I know that Bryce said he wasn't trying to throw his helmet at him. I guarantee he was trying to throw his helmet at him. I don't know what the hell else he's trying to do, but funny part about that one is um, Jeff Samarja, Notre Dame product, foot, had a chance to play football, played for the Cubs, pitched for them. You just see him come in from, like, the dugout or if the bullpen was over there, wherever the hell he comes from, and just, like, puts his football expertise to use and just, like, Knocks one guy like you just see Jeff Samarja come out of nowhere and just like knock somebody out of place. And I don't know, baseball brawls are always funny, but Olympics of sports fights, there you have it. Oh my god, I can't wait to go home and get high. That's our show this week. Thank you so much for JD coming on the show, it was fun. Look forward to next week. We got the Olympics of tailgating and make sure to follow us on at MBNH podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, wherever you get your podcast, make sure to listen. And I forgot what I was going to say.